The end of sports in America as we knew them started one state to our south in Oklahoma. Fans there were ready to see the Oklahoma City Thunder tip off against the Utah Jazz on March 11th. You see both head coaches now talking with the officials, Quinn Snyder and Billy Donovan. We don't know what they're talking about. And until we do, we can't report anything. But the game never started. Two Jazz players had tested positive for the coronavirus, and the dominoes began to fall. The NBA is suspending the season. I say that understanding that as we speak, the game in Dallas is continuing. Breaking news, the MLS joining the party when it comes to suspending play to further notice. Major League Baseball soon will address these large crowd gatherings, uh, and there are two options. They could potentially play regular season games in empty stadiums. The NCAA tournament has been canceled for 2020. Seasons ended, some before they even began, in every sport at every level. The Olympics were tabled for a year. Athletes were heartbroken, fans disappointed. Sports enthusiasts watched with hope in May as the Korean Baseball Organization and the German Bundesliga were able to restart, but only because those countries had the virus more under control. Here in Kansas, high school athletes, especially seniors, watched their championship dreams die. Not to mention all the pomp, circumstance, and after-hours celebration of graduation. Only now are American sports rebooting, even though it's far from certain that it's safe to do so. Some pro athletes in basketball, hockey, and baseball have tested positive, as have many college football players returning to campus to prepare for a season that may not happen. So what does all that mean for a college freshman here in Kansas looking to take her game to the next level? I'm Jim McLean, and this is My Fellow Kansans, a podcast from the Kansas News Service. College sports are facing a stiff coronavirus headwind as conferences, presidents, athletic directors, and the athletes themselves try to figure out a way to safely return to the field, court, track, or pitch, with fans or without them. One of Kansas's best high school basketball players, Elena Hartman, is among hundreds of athletes awaiting a verdict. Coming out of high school, she landed a full-ride scholarship to Emporia State University. But the pandemic interrupted her preparations for that first season of college competition. The uncertainty could have paralyzed her, but it didn't. Instead, it motivated her to adapt, find new ways to stay game-ready, both mentally and physically. In Episode 4 of My Fellow Kansans, we travel with Kansas News Service reporter Stephen Basaha to Elena's hometown of Spearville, a small community 20 miles east of Dodge City and home to one of the state's biggest wind farms. Spearville is the city of windmills, with about as many turbines as houses. The heavy gusts are great for the wind industry, but not for the local park's basketball court. Elena Hartman says it makes practicing her shot frustrating. Yes, very. Especially with my dad. He's like, well, go do this, and I try, and I'm like, I can't. It doesn't, it's not working. Oh, so your dad's just like, what's the problem? Just go play at the court? Yeah, he's like, it's just outside, and I'm like, okay, go shoot in the wind, then come back. Not being able to get in a gym, I kind of just stopped. It was too much of a hassle out here. To do. So for a while, you, your only options were either to practice on this court in the wind or to go to Wichita. Yeah, Wichita was just recently actually. I asked my coaches, there's no gyms opening up here. Uh, I said my outside one, 
one, there's no free throw line, there's no three point line. I said, what do I do? And they were like, well, we'll talk and we'll get back to you. And then they mentioned staying with Daly. It's a teammate from Emporia? Yep. So I drove up to Wichita Monday and stayed with her till Wednesday. And I shoot at her gym and we go to Bethel and Newton and we scrimmage against other girls. We went to the scrimmage Monday. It was horrible. It looked like I've never touched a basketball. Because I haven't actually shot mm, quite a while. I think about a month. So when I like first grabbed it and shot it, it was, it was way off. Luckily, it came back fast. You got me on a good day. Emporia State University's women's basketball team recruited Elena before the end of her junior year, but she still had big dreams for her last year as a Spearville Lancer. She gets it to Haskamp, feeds it up to Hartman, laying it up and in. In fact, her team went undefeated. Spearville Lady Lancers are your 2020 girls spa league champion. The Lancers went to the state tournament in Manhattan last March. Elena made it to the tournament once before her sophomore year, but they lost in the first round. She says this year they played hard. Everyone just wanted to prove it and we're to, so to prove what? That we're good. That to prove that like we were going to go to the state tournament again that we weren't just like a little uh, we got lucky one time and went. Also me, like being a senior and it being my last year, I like told them, I was like, we are going. We're going far, we're gonna win, we're gonna push, we're gonna do everything we can to just be the best team. Cause they know me, they know I'm competitive, they know I don't like losing. Spearville went up against St. Mary's Colgan in the first round. We were doing really well. We got runs, we got the ball out in transition. Our defense was doing good. I know we had some girls go out with fouls. And that's when I got nervous. They were catching up quick. I think the excitement of it, of like seeing that we were ahead and we were so close to being done, but they were slowly gaining, kind of just gave us that extra boost and that extra like momentum to just keep going. Spearville won 55 to 41. Elena scored 25 points and was eventually named the 2A player of the year. It felt like we just won like the sub-state again. Like everyone was excited, everyone was jumping up and down. It was a kind of relief too. Like we're not going home, like we're still in this. The next day we had fun, we went shopping, we went and ate lunch together. Someone got a Snapchat while we were at dinner talking about someone canceling the tournament. We were like laughing and then it was just quiet for a minute. And then everyone started asking questions all at once. Everyone went into a panic at Olive Garden. On March 12th, one day after the NBA suspended its season, the Kansas State High School Activities Association canceled the rest of the state basketball tournament. Just getting like kicked in the gut. Why was it so important for you for it not to be canceled? Um, one, all the work it took, like all the extra time, like for me personally, all the extra time I spent in the gym after practices, all the extra time others spent, like on their own time and stuff. It was just like all of that led up to this big moment and this big moment's about to be ripped away. I definitely would have rather been home and them saying you're not going at all. Even if it would have meant sacrificing that, not getting that first win? Uh, to me, honestly, yes. Because like, no offense, that first win doesn't really mean anything now. Like we didn't go anywhere else. I think it wouldn't have hurt as much if we wouldn't have played. Coming back, thinking about school, I was like, it's okay. Like I have track. I was ranked number one in jab for 2A, 
So I still had that going for me. I was kind of excited and I was like, it's okay. There's still other things that are gonna happen. We had Zoom meetings with our principal of like our whole senior class. And I kind of think that's when it hit me is when I saw everyone on the computer screen. And I was like, we're not going back. Like, we're not gonna see each other again. We're not gonna do classes again. There's no track, there's no prom. Graduation might not even happen. It was just, it was so much all at once. It was just like, mm, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think or feel. The online education, um, I had zero motivation to do it, in all honesty. It was hard. I had my sisters here and they did it, so I tried to help them as much as possible to keep them out of mom's hair while she was working. These are younger sisters? Yes, uh, fifth grade and third grade. So they had a lot more because they had like reading, math, things like that. Like they actually need those. Um, Spearville, I think everyone's in that mindset of just living day by day. Like, we cruise around at night and things like that instead of going to the movies. Like, we still find ways to hang out. I understand that it's, like, the coronavirus is a big deal, but at the same time, what if it doesn't go away? Are you just going to constantly stay in your house, or are you going to figure out ways to go outside and, like, get exercise and see your friends? Elena is getting a full-ride scholarship to play basketball at Emporia State. But like other Kansas universities, Emporia State is telling students not to come back to campus after Thanksgiving, just as the college basketball season is starting. Other people, yeah, they can just go home. They don't have to worry about practices or games coming up. But like us, if we come home, how's everyone going to make practices? Because like we have a girl that lives in Georgia. Uh, I'm like three and a half hours away from Emporia. Maybe like uh, the girls that live like in houses or the apartments or whatever can like let us stay with them. So I'm hoping it doesn't change too much. I'm hoping it uh, it doesn't ruin it either, or like they cancel the rest of the season. If that happens, that would be terrible. <laughs> it's kind of nerve-wracking because, one, you're already stressing because you're leaving the house. You don't have mom and dad there anymore. Uh, two, it's a whole new environment, depending on where you go. You know, it's different than your hometown. Plus... There's a giant pandemic that could ruin your basketball season. Or not ruin, but tamper with your school year and how you, like, learn. Going in my freshman year, I really didn't know what to expect. So I guess that kind of helps. Because, like, for me, it's not going to be different because I've never went yet. So, like, it'll just be... I guess it'll seem like a normal thing. The new normal. Yeah, there's stresses and worries, but there always is. It's just life. So, to me, I just kind of... I wait and see what happens next or what other rules we have to follow. Maybe if they were talking about like college online the whole year, yeah, that would be a big thing. But you still get to go for a little while and you still get to like learn and grow and stuff. So, I mean, I'm not too worried. Maybe that's a lesson for us all. The COVID-19 pandemic has triggered fear, sorrow and despair, caused real financial pain and raised the volume of our already noisy politics. But it's also given us opportunities to deepen relationships with others and with our communities. Of course, it's also given new meaning to the word community when talking about how the virus spreads. It was that community spread that became a major concern in western Kansas this spring when Finney, Ford, and Seward counties saw huge spikes in COVID-19 cases, mostly tied to the region's big meatpacking plants. We'll head back to the southwest corner of the state for that story next time on My Fellow Kansans.
If you have an experience you'd like to share about how the coronavirus pandemic has affected your life, we'd like to hear it. Record a voice memo on your phone and send it to Service at kcur.org. Tell us who you are, where you are, and what life has been like over the past few months. My Fellow Kansans comes from the Kansas News Service, a collaboration of public radio stations KMUW in Wichita, Kansas Public Radio in Lawrence, High Plains Public Radio in Garden City, and KCUR in Kansas City. Stephen Basaha reported, wrote, and produced this episode with help from host Jim McLean. Erica Hunsinger edited the podcast. Grace Lotz, Brianna O'Higgins, and Beth Golay helped with promotions. Coach Andrew Kemke provided the Spearville game audio. Jordan Kirtley designed our logo. Primary Color Music produced our theme song. And all other music you heard is from Free Music Archive. For more stories from the Kansas News Service, go to ksnewsservice.org. And to support more work like this, please donate to your local public radio station. See you next week.